It's the All 7 Days Podcast. <laughs> I was getting ready to say that and Trevor looked at me and I got, I don't know, I just started laughing. He's a funny guy. Trevor's back in the studio today. Hey, hey, how are you? And uh, so last uh, last episode he was at Jameson's baseball game and yes. apparently Jameson is going for like all-time best batting average of ever. Now I predicted last episode that during Jameson's baseball game he would go like three for three with two home runs and like six RBI. What how, what was his actual stats? So he was three for three. He got that correct, but he only had one home run. One home run. And if I had to count RBIs, he was around that five or six RBI range. See, so. Golly, Bob. And so while the intro was playing, I just uh, – Figured out his batting average on the season, so he's batting a, a whopping eight seventy five for the year. Seventy <laughs> five. <laughs> oh, to be six and to have a, six. and have coaches throw you meatballs every pitch, right? Uh, that's awesome, though. Uh, I I you know I coached a lot of baseball when my kids were small, and I don't know if anybody had that good of a batting average. I never did, and I was pitching so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that says something about how I was pitching. Hey, this is the All 7 Days Podcast. We appreciate you listening. Let others know about the podcast. The way this thing works is you suggest topics or ask us questions. You can do that at askatall7days.com or voicemail or text 864-660-9473. Uh, interact with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or at all7days.com. Send us your questions. We'll answer them here on the podcast. Hey, uh, you can also support us, all7days.com slash shop. There are support options there. And if you are a monthly supporter of the podcast, you get mugs. So if you do $5 a month, you'll get a mug. If you do $10 a month, you get two. Good. You can drink coffee from both hands at the same time. Might even send you two straws and you can just <laughs> sip right out of it. Would they be plastic or would they be paper straws? Paper straws because pa- protect the environment. Well, we, we just recently took a trip to South Carolina where apparently plastic straws are on the out. That's Especially good. on Hilton Head Island. Yeah. Uh, paper straws are terrible because yeah, they, kinda... they fall apart. <laughs> and my wife drinks everything through a straw, including her coffee. She asked for a straw. It can't. They brought her one. It looked like plastic, but when she dipped it in her coffee, it like melted. <laughs> Here's some paper with your coffee. <laughs> it was awful. Uh, so you can support us in that way. You can also buy your mugs individually if you like. Hey, we just uh, we just found out we have a new listener in Australia. I don't know who you are. If you are an Australian listener, please send us who you are and where you're living. I think uh, uh, the uh, the city was listed, but now I can't remember what it was. But uh, if you're listening from Australia, please send us a voicemail, a text, or an email. We'd love to hear from you. Or any other country that's not the United States, we want to hear from you where you're listening from. We know we're in four different countries now, including the United States. I think that's just incredible, and yeah. I don't understand it, but we sure do appreciate it. Heck yeah. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. This is the All 7 Days Podcast. Hey, pastors and church administrators, listen to this. All 7 Days is proud to be partnered with Faith Teams. Faith Teams is a web-based church management software with all the features your church needs and price so that any church can afford it. 
It's packed with features including attendance tracking, kids check-in, volunteer scheduling, automated guest follow-up, contributions, online giving and text to give, built-in email and text messaging tools, and a whole lot more. Best of all, it's all in one single system at a price that makes sense. They have a free 14-day trial so you can try the entire system before you pay a dime. Keep it in pages $40 a month. That's right, $40 a month for every available feature. Go to all7days.com slash faithteams to learn more and use the links provided for your free 14-day trial. When you sign up, tell them All 7 Days sent you. Faith Teams, the easy and affordable church management software. What happens when a theology nerd who builds guitar pedals, his pastor, and a Lutheran guy from Nebraska get together on a weekly basis? The Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast, that's what. The Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast explores the Christian faith, practice, and worship through the lens of Sola Scriptura and Tota Scriptura, comparing and contrasting what God says to popular practices, songs, and ideas in the modern church world. You can even join in the discussion in the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast Lounge Facebook group and make sure you subscribe to the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast right now on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Welcome back to the All 7 Days Podcast. I'm Stan Fields. That is Trevor Montgomery. And we today are taking a question from Terry. Um, and this, uh, this is, this is going to be a little tricky. Uh, this, is, this is exactly quote what he, a quote from what he sent us. He says, on an earlier episode, you brought up the story of David and Bathsheba. Bathsheba. It's an interesting name. Doesn't that story show us that through repentance, God is faithful to forgive our sins and that great things can come from our testimonies? Talking about Solomon coming from this relationship, although one could argue that Solomon wasn't very smart with all those concubines, but that's an entirely different subject. And yes, it is, Terry, an entirely different subject. Um, There's another question right there. There, there could be. Uh, and if somebody wants to send it in, we might, we might even answer it. Uh, but we're not going to tackle that one today. What we're going to talk about today is by confessing sin, what does that do to our testimony as we repent, turn to God, and let him do the Romans 8.28 thing, right? Work all things for good for those who love him and are called according to, according to his purpose. Obviously, David loved God. There's no doubt about that. God calls him a man after his own heart. However, this episode... Let's, let's just recap what happens here. This is from 2 Samuel chapter, chapters 11 and 12 is the story of David and Bathsheba and the results of all of that. So we have uh, David, who is king at this time. He's pretty well established as king. And David used to be the warrior king, right? He used to go out in battle with the troops in every battle that they fought. Mm-hmm. It's not the case when this story starts. The, the army is out, they're fighting, but David is not out with them. He is at home, living the life of the king. He goes up on his rooftop, and he sees Bathsheba on her rooftop taking a bath. Is that why she has the name Bathsheba? 
bath she ba. She took a bath ba. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly so. Possibly. I don't know. That's a, I've never thought about that. But she was bathing. So okay, sure. Um, so David uh, has a male moment. He lusts. He wants her. He sends for her. And she has no choice but to come because he's the king. And uh, they sleep together. And she becomes pregnant. And so he's got to cover this up. Mm -hmm. So he calls her husband in from the battle. He's a soldier fighting for him, fighting for the king. He calls him in, tries to get him to sleep with his wife so that it'll look like he's the father. That doesn't work. Uriah, Bathsheba's husband, is not having any part of it. He's like, I can't do this while my fellow soldiers are out, the, out fighting a battle. I'm not going to go into my wife. He sleeps on the steps of the castle. And finally, David sends him back to the battle, but with a note to give to the captain of the, uh, of the army that says, put, your, put Uriah up front and then pull back from him to make sure he gets killed. So David kills Bathsheba's husband to cover up what he did. And then once the quote-unquote time of mourning is over, he marries Bathsheba. She has the baby, right? Mm -hmm. But before the baby is born, Nathan the prophet comes and pretty much tears David a new one and prophesies that the child will die mm -hmm. and that he will have turmoil in his household from then on and we know later on that he actually flees his kingdom running from his son Absalom now and the baby does die mm -hmm. right so and and Terry's to Terry's point from the relationship of David and Bathsheba, after the death of the baby, they come back together as husband and wife, and Solomon is born, the successor to the king and the wisest man who ever lived, minus the concubines. <laughs> right? So, so when I think of the word testimony from this, when, I think, when you think of the word testimony in general, if you think about being in court... What is, what is a testimony? If somebody's testifying in court, they're just telling facts. They're just talking about what happened. And they're not really allowed to elaborate. They're not allowed to talk about what somebody was thinking. They just can tell what happened. And that's really what a testimony is, what happened. So when we talk about David's testimony, this is kind of how it runs down. God anointed me king over Israel. God delivered me from the hand of Saul. God set me up in king, as king in place of Saul. And I despise God, God's word. And I get that phrase from what Nathaniel told David. I despise God's word, took another man's wife, got her pregnant, killed her husband to cover it up. And God is just. And his punishment is that I will now have to fight my own son Absalom for the throne, and my household will be in upheaval, 
and the child I conceived in sin will die. That's David's testimony. Now, I don't read anywhere in Scripture where he goes trumpeting that. I wouldn't. No, <laughs> I wouldn't either. I mean, that's, I mean, that's pretty shameful. Yeah. I mean, really. Um, but again, what about Solomon? Solomon did come from this relationship. Um, so how do we look at this? How do we, how do we process this? Is it, is it really our testimony that turns into the great things that God does? I mean, I, I, I didn't say that right, but, uh, like, like Terry said that through repentance, God is faithful to forgive our sins and great things can come from our testimonies. This is not a testimony I want in front of our youth. No, you know, this is this is not something I would want someone to come to our youth group and say, "Hey, this is what I did, but it turned out okay." That's dangerous. Kind of gives like a false hope, like, "Hey, I could probably do the same thing." Man. Yeah, go do what you want. God's going to work it all out in the end, right? That's not what we're about. We're 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 trying. We're we should be at war with the sin within us, right? Mm -hmm. And David absolutely failed at that here the good news from it though is that god is gracious and merciful and kind and it says in second samuel 12 24 through 25 david comforted his wife bathsheba he went in and lay with her and she bore a son and he called his name solomon and the lord loved him that to me speaks volumes of the grace of God in spite of all the stuff that David did. Uh, incredible. Incredible. Um, so to me, it's, it's much less about David's testimony and so much more about God's grace and mercy being put on display. I mean, it's, it's the Romans 8.28 thing, right? God works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose, even when we screw up royally. Mm -hmm. And it just goes to show to God's sovereignty over it all as well. Right. This Again, this did not take God by surprise. No. Uh, he, there are no rogue people, so to speak. Um, we, we sometimes go rogue, right? But... Again, God is God is sovereign. He is in control, and He saw this from the beginning, right? So, no Plan Bs with God. Um, anything you want to throw in there? No. Okay. <laughs> Not at the moment. Okay. All right. So, um, so here's here's where I, I kind of wind this thing up a little bit. 1 John 1, 5 through 10 says, This is the message we have heard from him to proclaim to you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, 
He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So, to Terry's point, yes, God is faithful and he's just to forgive us as we confess and we repent. David certainly did that. And, yes, God does use the sin in our lives to bring about his good. He always has. He always does. He always will. But, know that there are tremendous consequences to our sin. Mm-hmm. It not only affects us, but it affects everyone around us, and the effects are enormous. We have in this situation a lost kingdom, a lost child, and a, a murdered husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, can, you, can it get much worse than that? Um, so, uh, as Barney Fife said, sin, I'm against it. <laughs> so, so in that, uh, that passage that you just read, says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us for our sins and to cleanse us. Um, doesn't, I don't, I don't feel that we could just commit to sins knowing that we're rightfully committing them and just say, well, I could just ask for forgiveness and I'll be okay. Right. There is going to be punishment. Um, you know, David, um, he was a man after God's heart is what they said about him. Right. He knew what he God was doing. Him, yeah. He knew what he was doing was wrong. Right. Um, and I'm sure he confessed his sins to God, but there was still punishment. So I don't want, I don't think people should think that, oh, I committed sin. Well, I just need to ask for forgiveness. Right. And then everything's going to be such a fine line here. Right. Cause when you say there's punishment, there were, there were definitely consequences mm-hmm. and they were horrific. Yes. I mean, um, but eternal punishment, no. No. There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ. That's mm-hmm. Romans 8.1. Um, and that's, I mean, just let that wash over you for a second. If we are in Christ, no matter how bad our sin, there's no condemnation. Mm-hmm. It's all cleansed. That's what, he, that's what he says here. He's faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It's not that we're earning it. He just, he does it in his grace and his mercy. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, but at the same time there, there's always consequences to action. Right. right? And, and we're, and like David, we should be men after God's own heart, striving and trying to kill the sin that's in us. And I think, you know, in, in David's instance here, he'd really let his guard down. He was alone. He wasn't with his men, his mighty men and his warriors out on the battlefield. He was alone. And that's when he was vulnerable. Right. And I think we as men especially are always most vulnerable when we're alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, because we think nobody's watching. I can get away with X, Y, Z. Whatever it is we got on our mind to do, we can do it because we're not in that moment right. accountable to anybody but ourselves. Mm-hmm. And like David, uh, his sin found him out. It will find us out 
and we should do everything we can to keep from being in that vulnerable position. Right. And I heard somebody say, um, most sin is usually committed when we're tired, bored, or alone. Yeah. And so I guess it's going to be tough to go the rest of your life without being in those situations. Right. Um, but it's what you do in those situations to make sure that you don't commit a sin as awful or as minor. You know, there's right. hey, any, any sin is 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 bad. Is bad, yeah. right? Even even the we. we we tend to classify sins, right? Right. We say, you know, a white lie is a, is a lot, you know, it's, it's not that big a deal, especially if we tell it because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. It's probably just better just to be quiet than to say, right. you know, than to say something that's just not true. Um, but we have to we have to realize that that any sin against a perfectly holy, just, and righteous God of the universe is egregious to the infinite degree mm -hmm. and is deserving of infinite punishment. And when we can, gra we, can we can never grasp the fullness of that, but uh, if we can, if we can always try to have God so high and in such a place of authority over us that any sin against him is, cost him his own life that's what it cost to pay for that white lie was jesus going to the cross mm -hmm. to being brutally whipped and nailed to a cross until he died god died for that white lie right and i don't think pe people can they justify it in their mind that eh, it's minor it's not going to affect anything right and I think that's that's the issue is we try to justify it to ourselves, but right. we're not in that mindset of um, thinking of God in such a high regard. Right. And if we could change our mindset, um, the the times or the amounts that we commit those sins will probably drop drastically. I would think so. Yeah, because every time we do. Every time we, we every time we commit a sin, if we have it in our mind that we're basically sending Christ back to the cross, right. it's like we're doing it to Him. Yeah, and that and we are. Yeah, right. I mean, it was if you remember the story of Joseph, right? When he, when when um, I think it was Potiphar's wife. He's he's a slave at this point. Potiphar's wife comes to me and says, "Go to bed with me," and he said, "You're." husband has put me in charge of this entire household and the only thing he's withheld from me is you his wife and then david or joseph says how can i sin against god and do this mm -hmm. so joseph had the right mentality it wasn't that he was going to sin against his master right he was going to sin that would be a sin against god right and every sin is a sin against god um and uh, I've heard I've heard this one guy talk about you know if, if I if I tell a lie to a child, my punishment's not going to be that much. If I tell a lie to my wife, I might be sleeping on the couch. If I tell a lie to my boss, I could get fired. Mm -hmm. If I tell a lie to the government, I could go to jail. It's the same sin, the same crime committed each time. 
but each time the punishment is ramped up. Right. Why? Because okay. because of the authority of the one I sinned against. Mm-hmm. And when you think that God is infinitely higher than the government, that punishment, that one lie, deserves death. Right? And that's where we have to get as far as our mentality goes to put God that high. Mm-hmm. To think to think of God so highly that we see our sin for what it is and we forget about ourselves. That's our tagline we end every show with, right? To think so highly of God that we forget about ourselves. Right. And that's the only way we're ever going to put de- put sin to death and love others like we should. Anything else you want to add? That was good. Um thought you nailed it there. <laughs> I brought the hammer. Brought the hammer down. Cool. All right. Well, next week we will talk about biblical roles of pastors, elders, and deacons. Hmm. It's an interesting question from a gentleman out in Washington State. Uh, so we'll handle that next time. Uh, thanks for listening. Just a reminder to send your questions in. Ask at all seven days.com. Voicemail or text 864-660-9473. If you're listening from another country, let us hear from you right now. Pick up your phone or drop us an email. Let us know where you're listening from and who you are. We would love to get to know you better and learn your accent. Yeah, that would definitely be cool. Yeah. Good day, Mike. Was that any good? I don't know. I don't know either. So we won't know until somebody from Australia lets us know. We did all right. So uh, let us know about the podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, give us a review. We would appreciate it. And uh, support us at all7days.com slash shop and look for those monthly support options to get your mugs. Your coffee will taste better. This is the All 7 Days Podcast where the goal is to make you think so highly of God that you forget about yourself. Now go give someone what you value most today.